Hello, everybody. Guess what? Podcast is back. This is a little bit dramatic with the most dramatic, Brianna. I know I don't want to hear not a word about how I was gone for two months. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Life got in the way, okay? I have I have employment to worry about, okay? So I got a little busy. And then on top of that, I finished the semester of school. And then I had to move. And it was just too much shit. It was too much shit. And so the podcast was the last thing I had fucking time for. But I'm trying to be more regular with it. I'm trying to come back at least once a week. Because, like, the fucking thing that happened is, like, since I was gone for, like, two months, there's, like, all this shit that, like, I wanted, I've been wanting to talk about that, like, now that it's passed, I'm like, I'm not about to dig that shit up again. Like, for what? Like, like I wanted to do a whole thing about the Met Gala. It's not happening because that was, like, what, two, three weeks ago? And I don't even rem- I don't even remember who was there. <laughs> like, so that tells me I don't really need to talk about that much because I don't even remember who the fuck was there and wasn't there. But we are back. A little life update. Mm, I'm back at the club. I'm back at the club and I wish I wasn't. Let's address that. I'm back at the club and I fucking wish I wasn't, y'all. Like, why it's literally hell on earth right now, guys. Like, I can't. Like, it's so bad. Like, and it's bad in a lot of ways. Like, it's bad. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, when you walk in, like, you just feel, you feel, like, it feels like a graveyard. It's just soulless. It's just dry and soulless and nasty, and broke, and low income, and dirty, and foul, and stinky, and all of that shit combined times 80. Like, it's so bad right now. Like, and like, the people we get in there just get worse and worse every fucking week. Like, I can't do it. I really can't do it. Like, the people that are coming in are like, like, you'll get a few people that actually want to spend money and have a good time. A majority of them either just want to sit there with a fucking Modelo and just stare at you and ask, can they play with your pussy for $20? No. Or it's people that, like, just want to come in and be rude. Like, oh my god, the amount of fucking dudes that have come in in the last, like, three weeks that have just wanted to yell in my face, call me a bitch, argue with me. Like, baby, you need to take that to anger management, Okay. Because I don't get paid enough to deal with that, to deal with whatever psychological trauma you have going on. Because I have my own I'm dealing with right now, actually, in the midst of this conversation. So you think that I'm equipped with the licensure to help yours? No, baby. No, 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 sir. I'm just here to pop my shit and break it in. That's all I'm here to do. That's all I'm here to do. And I'm so sick. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of the prostitution hunts. I'm so sick of the hooker lookouts. Like, I can't do it. The amount... And the thing is... Okay, look. There is nothing... Hold on. Let me take a sip of my drink. Mm. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Ooh. That is crisp and fresh orange juice, y'all. Mm. Uh, Can we bring back grape juice? Where'd it go? Is it just me? Has anyone else thought about that? Like, why nobody drinks grape juice no more? Eh, haters. Anyway... Look, I have always said this time and time again, time and time again, I do not care what anybody does to make their money. I don't. I really don't because it's not my business. It's not my pussy. It's not my asshole. It's not my titty. So like, why do I care? Like, why would I care? So I'm not going to sit up here and knock whatever you want to do to make your bread. That's your business. Just like how I make my bread's my business. Okay. 
So let's go on about our days. However, I say that a strong but with this statement. My one thing is it's just very, very hard to work in a strip club if there are people that are doing extras. And let me break it down for anybody that doesn't know. When, when I say extras, extras basically mean any sort of service or offering that is not really legal or allowed at the club. So that means that typically what that means is like sexual favors that are more than what we typically do. So this varies by state because some things could be an extra in one place and they could not be in another state based on the laws. So like, for example, I live in a state, there is no fully nude clubs here. So being fully nude for somebody or like showing them that is an extra here. While if you go to fucking Portland, where they fucking fuck themselves with monster dildos on stage, apparently, um, which I heard from customers, and they were like, oh, are you going to get up there and do that? I was like, mm, I'll go up there and do it when you do. <laughs> yeah, whip out, whip, up, whip out your hole, sir. Yeah, you want mine out so bad. Let's see yours. Let's see your fucking chocolate starfish, you bitch. Anyway, side note. But, so yeah, that's what an extra is. So like here in, in this state, there's no fully nude and it's just topless and we have to wear tape. So like, if you let a customer see your business, touch your business, fuck your business, you know what I mean? That's all an extra. And look, mm, look. The problem is that when that shit goes on in any place you work at, it just makes it harder for you to make your money. Like, it just inherently makes it a little bit harder because now you're going to have people coming in that look for that. And on top of that, th that, okay, let me get back to this. I think the biggest thing that I'm struggling with is, like, I feel like a lot of the people that are coming in to where I work are coming from states where they do all type of shit. They do all type of shit. Like, even just last night at work, I had these two guys like, so who in here fucks? I was like, um, my pussy is actually still on lockdown, like COVID lockdown from 2020. So not me, boo-boo. Um, and it sure hell is not opening the doors for you, bald ass. Mm -mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. I was like, I need you to get a grip, Mr. Lithuania. Anyway... Because he was like, in California, they put pussy in my face for $5. I was like, you're asking me like I got $5 pussy. I need you to examine the situation. And, and really, I need you to examine the situation and tell me if you fucking for real think that this looks like a $5 vagina. Like, hello? <laughs> I know that you men would sell your dick for literally three nickels. That you would whip out your business for a literal singular dollar. But that's not me. Okay, that's not me. No, no, no. It's really not me. It's just, it's really not me. It's never going to be me. That's why I'm so torn on like, because this, this city is just dry. Like the industry is just does not exist. It's just so dead. It's just so hell that I'm like, I really want to travel other places and start working. The problem is I'm like, do I really want to be fully nude? Like, there's nothing wrong with it at all. And like, it's, I don't think it's even the fully nude part. Like, I don't care if my business is out. It's more so like, that's just like, uh, like, because I don't want to be the girl, like the one girl that wears the thong because I'm just like, I don't need my business out. Like, you know what I mean? And everybody else isn't. I'm going to make literal pennies. But then like, 
at the same time, I'm just like, is that even sexy? Like, I like all my clothes and shit. Like, just me bare-ass fucking coochie out with just shoes on. Mm. I don't know why. It gives me, like, run down. Like, it gives me, like, ugh. Like, I don't know. It gives me kind of stinky. Like, oh, the scents. Ugh, because you know bitches do not clean themselves. Like, ugh, the fragrances that I would endure. Jesus, Lord have mercy. Mm. Sorry, drink break. But anyway, I say that because, like, I don't know. This job is fucking stressful. It's fucking stressful. And it's exhausting. And I'm feeling like I'm going to need a break soon. Like, even though I just took a fucking break. I feel like I need one again because it's just so overwhelming in a lot of ways, like mentally, especially physically. Jesus Christ, like my shoulders hurt. Jesus Christ, my quads hurt. Jesus Christ, my biceps hurt. Like, especially because I like to I like to bust out tricks and shit when I'm up there. And that shit is exhausting to do every single night for eight hours. Like it really is like and I just feel like mentally worn out, like. I just feel like I, like you hit a wall where it's just like I'm there and I look at these men and I'm like, fuck you. Like as soon as I walk downstairs to the floor, I look at them and I'm like, I want y'all dead. Like I really do. Like if you're not actually whipping out $100 bills, I don't want anything to do with you. I actually hope you crash on the way home. Like I get so mad and like I just, I just, and I take it out on myself. I'm like, it's because I look like this. It's because I can't do this. It's because I don't got it like that. And it's just hard. Like, this this job will make you tear yourself apart. And so, I think when I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to do that. And it's not worth it. It's not... I recognize, though, like, how dangerous that can get. And it can, and it can just become really destructive. And so, I'm thinking maybe just, like, taking some time at some point and focusing on some other priorities. I have a lot of things I want to do. And I they, they need to be dedicated their time, you know? And so that's another thing that's hard is this fucking job makes me fucking sleep all day. Like I came home, I got home by like two and then I went to bed at like three and then I woke up at like 11 and then I fell back asleep until like two. And then now I'm like, so you know what I mean? Like it just sucks up your whole day. And now I'm like, I don't even want to do shit. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to look at nobody. And now I got to go and get ready and repeat the shit all over again. Like, it's just, it it just sucks up your day and it, like, kills anything that you can do during the day and it's kind of hell. And so, like, I just think, like, now that I'm living on my own, own, and, like, I need to, like, focus on some other things at the same time feel so I can feel more well-rounded. That's my thing. But anyway, that was a little update on the club. Still nasty, still gutter butt. Another thing, another fucking thing, let me tell you about the club. <laughs> I had to get nasty. I had, and and by and this is my version of nasty. Like I, I didn't even reach like peak nasty. You know what I mean? Like I could have gotten really foul with the situation, but I didn't. I didn't because I'm classy. It's truly a lost art form. But I need these bitches to keep my name out their mouth. That's what I need. I need nobody to be disgusted me. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't care if you talk about other bitches. I really don't because that's not that's not sweat off my back. I don't care what you got to say about me. Like I really don't because that more reflects you than me, sweetie pie. However, why are you talking to dudes about me? That's corny. That's weird and corny and lame, bitch. Like, don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. Like, that's like, are bitches never going to learn that the strip club is the one place that you will never get away with that shit? You will never get away with that shit because the messiest people in there are the customers. Are the fucking customers. The men love coming in there and love talking shit. 
Like they, they like the seriously. Like I'm serious. Like if they could, if we could have confessional in there and turn it into Real Housewives of Atlanta, we could. And the men would take in just as much part of it as we would. Like it's really fucking lame. Like grown ass men. These are grown ass people. But and so I say that because that just happened to me recently, and it got way out of hand. It got way out of hand. All these customers coming in and were being told this shit, and I had to shut it down ASAP. I had to shut it down ASAP. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna speak on me in that type of way. And so it's been handled, but sometimes you can feel like the remnants of it, and that's where I'm at right now. Like this, this shit. I'm just tired of dealing with shit like that, y'all. Like I already got to deal with enough shit, and now I got to deal with that too. In an already stressful ass job, bitches are so lame. Like how do you make some stressful ass shit even more stressful? Like, bitch. Like get a fucking grip. Anyway, let's talk about something else. I have some things I want to talk about. Let me just make a quick note. The Renaissance Tour has started. I want to I give a shout out to Beyonce. Congratulations, bitch. Congratulations, bitch. Like, your faves were ended. Your faves been ended. But now that this tour has commenced, your faves are done for, sweetie pie. Mm-mm. I mean, every time that lady takes a breath, your faves get ended. But just watching these videos, I'm like, wow, your faves are over. Wow, my faves are flops. Like, whoa. Like, seeing people like Beyonce remind me that, like, the girls don't give nothing. The girls give nothing these days, and we eat it up. Like, whoa. Like, we, like, I'm not going to name names, but, like, it's word to go, girl, give us nothing. Like, these girls give nothing. The girls give nothing. It's kind of crazy. Like, I be looking at, like, Coachella sets and shit, and I'm like, ooh. Like, you are doing a little side-to-side, -side and that's it. Like, and I'm not saying it's got to be boom cats all the time, like like Azealia said. But, I don't know. Like, where's the energy, the stage presence, the budget, the, just the passion? Like, it's truly lost. And it's not lost on Yonce. And I am so impressed with the Renaissance tour. She ate down sickening bitch same with the heiress tour god the heiress tour is sickening bitch the heiress tour is fucking sickening like wow wow and taylor look this is my thing i love taylor swift i love taylor swift is she like my top fave no there's a there's a few girlies that hold that and even compared and, I, and even i can say my top top fave don't give what Taylor and Beyonce give. It's just the truth. But she's still my top, top fave because she's worked her way up there. Okay? She's done it in other ways. But, whoa. Like, and I bring up the Eras Tour because I want to say the Eras Tour is like, wow. Like, look at the grip. Like, it needs to be studied, the grip that this lady now has on America. And I want, like, a full length. Like, I want research funded by the U.S. government into the career trajectory of Taylor Swift. Because I think it's fascinating. And I always wonder what would have happened if COVID never... I think COVID was the perfect vehicle. And Taylor recognized that to take herself into legend mother. Like, into, like, Taylor Swift's legendary act at this point. And I'll say that. I will say that. I think the point Taylor Swift became a legend was folklore. Period. Period, 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 period. Put some respect on it. And follow me here. I think it was very specifically folklore. Because, like, imagine if Taylor went straight from Lover to Midnight's. 
it it's not the same trajectory. It's not. Like, Folklore and Evermore gave her, like, just solidified her as a fully rounded legendary artist. Like, I think Folklore and Evermore show that she is truly once in a generation. Compared to, like, if she had just went from Lover to, like, a Midnight's. And I think it just garnered so much respect from the general public of the world. And there would there there's no way she could have pulled off an heiress tour. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, she could have easily done another stadium tour. Like, if she had just done a Midnight's tour right after, like, Lover. Because she was going to do, like, a Lover tour or whatever. I think, obviously, she can do... Because she did a Reputation Stadium tour. However, the heiress tour would not be the heiress tour without Folklore. And then Evermore. Like, it wouldn't have. Like, that completely shifted her career and just made it exponentially go up. And I think she could have gotten there without it. But it would have taken... It would have... We would have had to take some alternate routes, you know, on the highway. So, congratulations, bitch, to Tay. Let's just say that. But I bring up Tay because we got to address her nasty, vile man. Oh, oh. No, no, Tay. I thought it was AI generated. And I've been lying to myself saying that it was for the last month. But I can't do it, mama. I can't. What the fuck are you with Maddie Healy for, bitch? Like, you never that desperate. Like, how were you that famous and still desperate? That's crazy. Like, that means there's no hope for me, bitch. Because I'm like, if I was at that level, I'd bag the... I Like, I'm putting the baddest heifers on the floor. Like, I am not about to have no scrub. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not fucking nobody bottom of the barrel because, baby, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the barrel. I'm beyond the barrel. I manufacture the barrels. So, like, why would I even, why would I even reach back into that demonic cesspit of vile men? And here she goes. Here she goes. Here she fucking goes and picks this one up. Fuck you, Jack Antonoff. Fuck Jack Antonoff. That's another thing I'll need to say. Taylor need to let Jack Antonoff go. That's my one critique, and I like. And the thing is, look, because he did work on folklore and Evermore, and I think he and there were and those are immaculate records. However, I think where we really saw Jack Antonoff just drop off in the is Midnight's. Like it's just going on. Midnight's is a good album, but like, I really feel the Taylor and Jack fatigue on it. If that makes sense, like it just feels like now we're just rehashing a little bit too much some of the same ideas and like I really felt that on midnights and I was like Taylor you gotta cut this man to the you gotta kick him to the curb like he's gotta go like y'all have run out of shit you have run out of shit with him like y'all time has ended because I'm like how you gonna cut off Max Martin and not Jack Antonoff first bitch like be fucking for real that bitch is delusional but however let's get back to her other delusion Maddie fucking Healy did and I on the last episode of this fucking shit i talked about maddie healy that's what i get that's what i get i think i summoned that fucking demonic bitch and i'm fucking shitty that i did that to you tay i'm sorry but i will just like i brought him into this bitch i'll bring him out of this bitch like my mother used to say to me back in the day so look i don't need to break down again why maddie healy's trash that man is racist xenophobic misogynist you know all the all the buzzwords right we've been new he's all that shit here's the thing Taylor, and see, this is what I forget. It's like Taylor at the end of the day is still a white bitch. And this is what white girls do. Can we analyze and maybe assess why the fuck white women always pick the worst dudes? Like, why are they attracted to the most vile white guys ever? 
Like, and I'm, and I say that in the sense of like, specifically white women do not really care about like the political affiliations or like some of the sentiments held by their male partners. Like they really don't. Like these white girls will fuck anybody. Like, and I don't mean that to be offensive. Well, maybe I do. I don't really give a fuck, whatever. But somebody got to say it. And I'll say it. I'll say it. White women do not care if their man is homophobic. White women do not care if their man is racist. White girls do not care if their man be on fucking Reddit. Like, they don't care if he listens to Joe Rogan. Like, they don't care if he like if he follows Andrew Tate. Like, they don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just me that think that, right? Like, I see this all the time. Like, like, uh, like these white bitches can post as many Canva infographics on their story. They can do all type of retweets. They can do all type of GoFundMes. They can do all type of impact posts. Like, you know what I mean? And then their man literally is following these Magistan accounts. Like, in these, these Donald Trump, this edgelord shit. Like, why do these white girls have edgelord boyfriends? Like... And as liberal or as progressive as these bitches are, they always go to them dudes. And I just say that because this is what this Taylor Taylor Swift shit look like. Because there's no way that bitch don't know. Like, you know what I mean? There's no way you don't know, sweetie cakes. Because Taylor be on the internet. Because Taylor addresses shit that she see on the internet. That bitch be in TikTok comments. That bitch be on Tumblr still to this day. I'm dead. Like, that girl be on the internet. That girl is on the internet. She know damn well what type of dude that is. So, Taylor, you're going to need to have a seat with me. And we're going to need to have a long discussion. Long discussion about what led to this. And I know Jack Antonoff was behind it. And I want that man shot for that. How dare you? How dare you do that to my mother? Like, Taylor, you are a mother. But you are not mothering. You're not mothering. This is not mother behavior. Like, this is really embarrassing. Like, this is cousin behavior. Like, this is, ugh, like, whoa. Like, I'm very disappointed in you, mommy. Very disappointed in you, mommy. Like, but I really want us to get... Mm. I'm still stuck on that white chick thing. Like, is it just me? It can't just be me that thinks that. Out of all the groups... And I can say this because I am Puerto Rican. I'm going to address this, too. I'm, I lied. It's not even just white girls. It's Latina girls, too. Latina girls are so bad about that, though. Like, some of them. Some of them. They, if if a Latina girl only be with white dudes, they always the MAGA dudes. Like, I swear, because they like being the token one. They, they, they like being the chosen one out of, like, the MAGA, out of, out of the MAGA hive. You know what I mean? Like, they love sitting there kikiing about illegals and taking jobs and lazy bitches that don't want to work and blah 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 they're like not me though see i was chose like how can i lose from already chose i'm like girl being chose by the clan is not is not really giving so i don't know where you where you got that from but we're all looking at you like a bozo like we're looking at you like a clown anyway I just, I just had to say that. I had to say that. Because when I saw this Taylor shit, that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, I don't know how you can hold such values and your partner not align with them. And I've said that because I've made that mistake before. But I am old enough in my early 20s to know I will never do that again. Like, I will never be with a man that has ever liked anything like that, said anything like that, reposted anything like that. No, that's nasty and vile. Next. Next caller. Next caller. Can we... Uh -huh. Ozempic. 
what the hell are y'all doing? Like, y'all will take and do any drugs. And even that's coming from me, bitch. That's coming from me, of all things. I've done Percocet. I've done Xanax. I've done Percocet and alcohol at the same time. I've done Percocet and codeine at the same time. I've done Percocet and marijuana at the same time. Like, so you know what I mean? Like, I know I don't have a lot of room to talk here. However, I'm still going to speak. What the fuck do y'all even need Ozempic for? Like... There's too many, like, don't get me wrong, like, why is Ozempic, like, the, like, I swear, the way that our culture is cycling through these trends, like, weren't we just getting our buccal fat removed, like, two months ago, and now everybody's on Ozempic? Like, I fear this heroin chic coming back, and it's already here, but it's really getting unhinged, bitch, like, but it's not even, like, 90s heroin chic, it's, like, how, like, the standard now is, like, because I hate when people say the BBL has died. Like, the BBL era is over. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's just an even... It's just it's just evolved. It's like the skinny era with the BBL era are now merging. Because people still want that butt shape and the, and the shape. They just want you to be thin. Like, bitch. How the fuck am I supposed to have zero waist, size double zero waist, with a size 10 fatty in the back... With big old titties, bitch. Like, how the fuck do you want me to do that? I am not Miss Potato Head. I cannot take this shit off and on. Like, and it's just stressing me the fuck out looking at this shit every day on the fucking internet. Yo, like, I cannot keep looking at you bitches. I cannot keep looking at you bitches on Instagram. I can't because it makes me want to die. It makes me want to die. And I'm just keeping it real. I keep it real because a lot of us won't say it. We know that we look at these bitches on the internet and we choke. We choke bad because I know I do. I'm like, fuck. Like, let me get the waist trainer on. <laughs> like, let me slice my intake in half. Like, for real. Like, it's so fucking hard. Like, it's so fucking hard because it just feels like every time... Like, you just cannot. Like, you just can't. And that's why, like, I've just kind of tuned out from IG a little bit. I just casually post things. Like, I just try not to consume it as much anymore. Because that shit will put me in an early grave looking at you bitches. Like, I can't do it. I can't keep looking at the shit no more. But I say that because everybody and they mama's on Ozempic right now. And if you are driving to Mexico to get Ozempic, I need you to get the biggest grip on the planet. Turn that car around, mama. Like, if you're gonna do the, all that, just get the tummy tuck. You know what I mean? Like, just get the mommy makeover at that point. Because then you'll get your results ASAP. Like, you driving all the way to Mexico for Ozempic? Like, that ain't worth it, bitch. You can get Ozempic online, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure you that that's how all these random bitches on TikTok get it. They go to them online doctors. Like, just go on there and just tell them that you need to slim it up. And they'll, they'll write you the prescription. Because I'm like, if these random butt fucks in the middle of nowhere, Virginia, have Ozempic, I'm sure you can get Ozempic too, sister. You do not need to drive to fucking Mexico for that shit. Like, if you're going to Mexico, might as well just go get get something done. Like, just being real. Just keeping it real. Like, y'all need to get a grip and put the Ozempic away. Like, half of y'all don't even need Ozempic. Like, I'm looking on TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch on Ozempic for? Like, damn, maybe I need to go get on Ozempic. Like, shit. Like, oh my God. Like, y'all will do anything. Anyway, I'm transitioning into this subject. And I'm already pissed off. I'm already fucking pissed off just thinking about this. Because I've already had this conversation. I've already had this conversation. I, once again, what is up with the biphobia on the internet, y'all? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We are 
steadily approaching 2024 and we are still on the same song and dance the same fucking song and dance like it's the same shit every fucking day on the internet because i just saw this thing and then again okay let me don't get me wrong what the guy said was really stupid like he was making fun of like bottoms as shit on him or whatever and i was like oh okay like mm, baby that's what's that got to do with us Anyway, you need to worry about that with your mans. Um, but he took it to the internet to make it all of our problem. And it was in those comments, I was like, ooh, y'all not, y'all not giving it either. Because not y'all telling him, like, because then they asked him, they were like, well, have you been with girls before? And he was like, yeah, I love it. And they were like, well, you need to stick to, you need to stick to that straight man, want to be gay ass bitch. And I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa, where'd all that come from? Like, it's not that serious. Like. And it's the same thing, like, I just don't understand why we feel like, okay, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it. Within the bisexual community, it feels like anybody that engages in any of the hetero side of bisexuality is seen as, like, beneath, like, is just subhuman. Like, they're just seen as, like, ooh, like, you're just the bottom of the barrel. Like, you don't really count. Like, it feels like lesbians have, like, the superiority because there's, like, no men involved. And I'm, like, sure, okay. But, like, y'all need to get a grip. Like, y'all need to get a grip. And I'm, like, why are y'all so obsessed with what other people do? Like, it just sparked this whole thing. And, the, oh, because there was another tweet that was, like, I'm never fucking with a bi dude again. Because I guess the guy was, like, oh, like, I'm kind of just fucking with girls right now. But, like whatever and this man this boy was pressed on twitter like he was like fuck bisexuals like i'm never fucking you guys again like you guys deserve to be locked up you guys deserve like death penalty right and i'm like oh okay you're you really you big mad that nobody want to fuck you and that's not my problem like and so i just sit there and i'm like look y'all need to get a big old grip because how are y'all still obsessed with what other people doing like who the fuck cares who the fuck cares? Like, I'm like, trust me, I don't even think the people attracted to men are really that proud of it. We're not. We're really not. So we don't need y'all rubbing it in every day. Okay? We're not that proud of that either. But we can't help it. Okay? We're victims. So y'all need to y'all need to ease it up. Y'all need to ease the fuck back from the shit. Cause it's getting corny. Like it's getting corny and it's late and it's tired. Like, like this whole conversation is just stupid. Like it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. Like who cares? Like how are we still discussing this in 2023? Like I'm, I'm tuning it out. Like I'm going on Twitter and I'm muting the words. I'm muting the words bisexual. I'm muting bisexual because I don't want to read any more of this discourse, y'all. Like I don't want to read any more of the discourse. Like why? What is there to discourse? Nothing. Nothing. Like I do not care what y'all putting in yourselves or what you what you put in other people. It's got nothing to do with me. Like, huffing and puffing every day because some imaginary bisexual boy that you created in your head doesn't want to have sex with you because you would a bitch right now. Baby, that's a you problem. That's called psychosis, okay? That's called psychological evaluation is needed. Like, you are mad about something that has not even happened to you. And if it did, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Move along. Do you know how many fucking gay, gay men there are that you could choose? Do you know how many fucking lesbians there are that, are that you could choose? Like... For real. Moving along, losers. Like, uh, Like, the LGBT community be in shambles, y'all. Like, they really are. And I'm like, y'all need to get a grip. Ugh. This episode is not gonna be great. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, 
it's not going to be great because I'm stressed. I'm stressed the fuck out in general. So, and and I feel like I'm I had to like pick things that like I want I had thought about recently. I'm going to plan it out better in the coming weeks. This is just to get it back out there. Okay? Gear, come get your juice. Come get your food. Eat. Eat. Now, don't complain. Eat and don't complain. I don't want to hear it. I said what I said. I want to talk about this. And I don't know how I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> I've just noticed this in my daily life. Why the fuck do y'all not use condoms? Y'all y'all don't use condoms, bitch. Y'all are not using condoms for what? For what? And I'm like, and bitch, you're 40. That's the gag of it. You're 40. You're 30. You're 24. Like, it don't matter what the age is. Why are y'all so anti-condom? Like, why are you, why is everybody allergic to condoms now? Like, of all the times on this planet, we have all this education. We have all this knowledge. When was the last time y'all had an AIDS test? Seriously, word to Tokyo. Like, she ate with that. Because what the fuck do you mean? Like, y'all are fucking raw. There's people you don't know. Oh, couldn't be me, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy. No, ma'am. Sorry, I had to hit this vape on some Lana Del Rey shit. But, whoa, bitch. Y'all do not use condoms. The amount of fucking people I've talked to at work or in other life that do not use condoms. They're like, I did it raw. I need a pregnancy test. Like, I like, or I talk to guys and they hate, men Men always have hated condoms, right? But now, but it used to be a thing that like guys kept a condom in the wallet. You know what I mean? Or they, they, they brought a condom with them. No, they don't even do that no more. They just bring their raw, nasty, uncooked dick. They don't even fuck with it anymore. Like they, like if you ask a dude to come over, I'm telling you right now, he not bringing a condom, sis. You better have that shit in your nightstand because he's not bringing it because he wants to jam it in you raw style. Raw style, and they don't give a fuck. I'm like, do y'all think STDs like went ex extinct? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think oh, COVID happened? So like, uh, we think like the COVID vaccine cured the HPV and the HIV. No, like I think people were focused on COVID that they forgot AIDS exist, um, that gonorrhea exists, uh, chlamydia exists, uh, herpes exists. Like y'all have dirty dicks and vaginas. Like y'all really do, and it's really freaky. Like it's really fucking freaky. Like, that y'all do not wrap it up. Whoa. Whoa. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe I'm really never having sex again. Like, I'm so serious because that is disgusting to me. Like, that's foul. Like, y'all don't know these people. Y'all don't know. It's crazy. Like, I sit, I sit all the time and I think about it. Like, especially when I'm at work. Because work is just so sexual that it makes me think about sexual shit. But I be sitting there and I'm like... All these people that I've spoke, that I talked to that have been fucking these randoms, fucking people they meet when they're out, fucking people off Tinder and blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't know where that dick been, mama. You do not know where that pussy been, my man or lady. I don't, I don't know. But y'all do not know where they shit's been. Y'all don't know who been in it. Who's had that in them. Like, and y'all just slip it in yourselves. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> like, 
God, like we are brewing diseases as we speak. Like we're we like we are currently brewing HIV too. Like we are brewing new strains. Like we're about to brew dick COVID and pussy COVID because y'all cannot y'all are refused to put the latex on it. And it's crazy to me. I'm like, it's never that serious. And like you ask any dude, they're like, oh, it feels like shit, blah blah. I'm like, baby, nobody said condoms felt like velvets and sunshine. But it's not that serious. It's not that deep. It don't make that much of a difference. Like I need y'all to I need y'all to grow up. Like everybody that says they can't feel nothing with the condom, you're lying for what? Like you're lying for what? Like cuz if I can put my finger in a condom and feel shit, I'm I know your dick is fine. Like your dick's fine, your pussy fine. Like just put the condom on. Like just put it on. Like oh my god. Like plan B does not fix HIV. Plan B does not fix gonorrhea, bitch. Like, wrap your shit up. Wrap it up. Like, why the fuck does everybody not use condoms no more? Like, it's really nasty. Like, mm-mm. Like, I have to start staging and praying over the dicks before I even touch them. I really do because I don't know where it's been. Like, that's disgusting to me. Anyway. <sighs> I can't decide... Okay, I'm gonna just briefly mention Chris Brown because I don't. Chris Brown is forever muted from this from the show. Chris Brown will never be discussed again on the show because after the whole Usher thing, I have like everyone's like, "What are your thoughts?" I have no thoughts. I have no thought. I have no thoughts on Christopher Brown. I have no thoughts because, like, at the end of the day, now we all know what this man does and what he's like. Why are y'all still associated with him? Why are y'all still around him? Usher, you threw a birthday party. That's what you get, fool. That's what you get. You threw a, you threw a party for Chris Brown. You didn't think Chris Brown was going Chris Brown at the Chris Brown party? Like, you know what I mean? Like, hello. It was written on the wall. That mean, just take a look. Nah, nobody feels sorry for you. I, like, I mean, don't wrong. Like, I'm not saying he deserves it. But at the same time, I'm like, you associate with that man, the shit's going to come back around. Like, when you do clownery. Like, when you do clownery. Like, what do you expect? Clown comes back to bite. So, mm, uh, my sympathy has worn very thin in that situation. Last thing I'm going to mention is Tart, and I'm going to wrap up this episode. It's not going to be a long one. I'll come back with a longer one in the future. Y'all going out so sad for Tart. Tart is such a flop brand. Tart is like the new Too Faced. Like, it's crickets over there. Like, tell me tell me what the newest Tart product is. You can't. You can't. Nobody, nobody's buying Tarte. Like, the only thing that is keeping Tarte's lights on is Shape Tape, for real. And even, let's get real. Shape Tape was, like, literally, like, the fucking Vatican of concealers. Like, it was the Pope of concealers for a while. It's not that good. It's not that good. It feels like Max. It feels like a MAC foundation just in a concealer bottle. Like, it's not bad, but it's nothing, like, incredible. Like, not my favorite concealer at all. Not my favorite concealer at all. And I say that because Tarte is reminding me of Too Faced. Like, Too Faced just got into stupid antics and it killed the brand. It killed the brand. I mean, the products were already killing the brand because their eyeshadows are literally dog shit. The only thing that was good at Too Faced was the, was the foundation. Everything else was horse trash. And so Tarte is in the same boat. Tarte's in the same boat now because they want to be stupid and act like they don't know what any other race besides white is. And then they want to act all shocked and oh boohoo me when Bria calls them out. So that's what happened. So Bria was there on a brand trip. First of all, Tarte flew y'all out to Miami. Ooh, they broke. Ooh, they so broke. That was my first thought. I was like, y'all did y'all y'all really went out sad for a Miami trip at Best Western. 
at Super 8. You ruined your brand over Super 8. Fanita, get up. Get a grip. Anyway, that's what that whole situation was. Was like It was a brand trip to Miami. Bria was one of the few black girls there. And she was treated differently than everybody else. She shared about her experience. And then people went at her saying, why'd you go on the internet? And bitch, you not grateful and blah, blah. Bitch, it's not about being grateful. It's if the trip was for us to go see a race down there, why do you have my ticket out the morning of the race? I would have been hot too. Like, what you mean I'm getting flew the fuck out of here while everybody else is still kiki in here? Fuck you. How about that? Like, no, that's not cool. And I would have done the same thing. And then Miss Miss Bird Fanita got the call and they were like, look, we need to refill the quota. So how about you want to go to Miami? And she went out sad. She went tart PR and attorney at law. And I'm like, girl, you went attorney at law for a brand that would fucking sell your soul to the devil if they stock went down 2%. Like, hello, <laughs> bozo. And then it was just a whole mess. And people were showing their ass for a Miami trip. I'm like, baby, that's not Turks and Caicos. Baby, that ain't the Bahamas. That's not Dubai. Like, that's not Bali. Like, over fucking South Beach? Ew, bitch. Like, and they had you staying in some bum shit, like, too. I was like, that's embarrassing, bitch. Like, that's why I just say, like, this for me is Tart's final nail. Like, nobody give a fuck about Tart. Nobody's been giving a fuck about Tart. Nobody's going to give a fuck about Tart. Like, I'm just like... Uh, like these brands like and and then like the Maureen lady she's like the CEO of Tarte she put up this corny video like bitch did you did we learn nothing from James Charles you know what I mean like did we learn nothing from James Charles like why would you do a get ready with me apology for racism what planet do we live on bro like where are the PR teams where is the marketing strategies these companies are stupid. I feel like these companies saw that like, oh, TikTok marketing is just being corny. And yes, it really is. Like just make stupid like flame bait type shit. You know what I mean? Like just shit post. Like I've been said, I feel like a lot of these companies don't realize that TikTok just eats up brand shit posts. Like if people like if people act like it's just an intern shit posting, they're like the people will eat it up. Like the algorithm's gonna eat it up. But you can't take that too far, bitch, and do that with a, an apology addressing diversity is not the time for flame bait and shit posting. No, sweetie pie. Like, and I thought we had the brain cells to understand that, what I meant. No, we do not. I, clearly, we ran with it in the wrong way. So I say that because Tart, I need y'all to pack it up and move out because I'm letting you know right now your space at the Sephora and Ulta shelves is going to be cut in half by 2024. It really is. I'm just saying, if you get a memo from them, I'm letting you know right now. Look in your inbox because it's, it's coming. It's coming. Especially, ooh, when Ulta gets rare. When Ulta gets rare beauty, I say we chop tart. Chop tart. Give rare beauty all that shelf space because nobody's buying tart anyway. Why does tart have like two whole shelves at Ulta? Get those bozos out my face. And we want rare. The people want rare. Okay, that foundation is so sickening. That foundation and concealer and setting spray and blush are just so fucking sickening, bitch. Like, wow, truly. Like, Selena, you mothers. But anyway, that's really all I got to say today. These are my thoughts. It was not coherent. I don't feel like it was really that entertaining. But I just, this was some shit I wanted to, to discuss. It had been on my mind for a little bit. The episodes are going to get better coming soon now that I'll be back on regular schedule. So let's just hold. Let's just be patient. Let's just be patient. 
And I hope y'all have a lovely evening. We'll be back very soon.